Habib Nurmagomedov versus Dustin Poirier. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast. I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash FightJunkie2006. Habib returns from his suspension. 27-0. Of those 27 wins, 8 by KO, TKO, 9 by sub, 10 by decision. Dustin, the interim champ, 25 wins, 5 losses. Of those 25 wins, 12 by KO, TKO, 7 by sub, 6 by decision. Of his 5 losses, 2 by KO, TKO, 1 by sub, 2 by decision. Currently, Habib sits at a minus 450 favorite. Dustin comes back at plus 360. Those are straight lines. We'll go, won't go. Five full rounds. Won't go. Minus 165. We'll go. Plus 125. Fight is a draw. 66 to 1. The props are not out at all books. So the props I'm going to read you may not be at your book, but it'll kind of give you an idea of what you're going to look at when the props do come out. I would imagine they come out today. Or maybe tomorrow. I'm surprised they're not already out. The books do this sometimes. But this is probably what you're going to get when they come out at your book. Habib wins inside. Minus 105. Dustin wins inside. Plus 450. Habib wins by decision. 2 to 1. Dustin wins by decision. 8 to 1. Obviously, Habib is a significant favorite. I don't think that surprises anybody. Even off the layoff, he's obviously coming off the much bigger fight. Dustin has been looking impressive lately. But the fact that Habib is the favorite in the fight isn't surprising at all. I think to anybody that's covered the sport, watched the sport, you understand stylistically why Habib brings you know, so much danger to everybody he fights, why the books like him. The counter fight was probably some of the closest odds you're probably going to get on Habib unless he loses or really struggles. Maybe a fight with Tony Ferguson. A lot of people think that is probably his worst matchup stylistically. Obviously, there's certain things that Dustin brings to the table, namely his striking and punching power that could present problems to Habib. But of course, Habib eats strikers alive. This is what he does. So I think that's why you see the line the way it is, is because the books figure, even though Dustin has looked good and he has performed well, Habib, this is what he does. He he beats strikers. He wrestles them. He takes them down. He dominates them on the ground. In fact, the public likes Habib even more than the books did. Books open Dustin right around a 280 underdog, and he's currently sitting right around 360, getting close to maybe that 4-1 to one mark, depending on what your book is. So the public is betting Habib even with the layoff due to the suspension. Simply, in my opinion, one, because of the counterfight, but two, if you break it down stylistically, he also presents problems for Dustin's. Namely, obviously, the takedown. Dustin's takedown defense is okay. I won't consider it great, and I think that's going to be a problem. Another thing with Dustin is he throws nothing but power. A lot of people like this. A lot of people that I see on social media that are picking him simply because of that. But you have to understand that Habib is a different beast than Max Holloway. 
He's a different beast than Eddie Alvarez. He's a different beast than Justin Gaethje. He's a different beast than Anthony Pettis. If you look at those guys, they're mainly strikers. Even Eddie, he doesn't use his wrestling as much as he really could. And he was able to take Dustin down. But these guys are mainly strikers. And if you strike with Dustin, then of course that's his wheelhouse. Now, Dustin is legitimate on the ground. He's a black belt. But he's proficient there. He understands what he's doing on the ground. But you're almost always going to favor Habib on the ground against anybody because that's his wheelhouse. So this is a case that if Dustin's able to hang on the ground, but he doesn't want to go there with Habib, even if he's able to survive there, simply because that is where Habib is most comfortable. He's going to want to keep it on the feet. He's going to want to land power punches. He's going to try to knock out Habib. That's very basic, very simple. I think everybody who's breaking this fight down understands Dustin is going to want to keep it on the feet, probably has a huge striking advantage there, and Habib's going to want to take it down and probably has the overall grappling advantage. I'm not going to say submission. I'm just saying grappling. Overall, he's probably going to be more comfortable there. He's probably going to be more dominant there than he would be anywhere else in the fight. So how do these two do it? How do they implement their game plan? I've broken down Habib before, and if you guys didn't listen to the counter breakdown, I'll link that in the upper right corner. If you're listening to this on YouTube, click it and just listen to how I break Habib down because I'm telling you, he does this time and time again. Habib has the gives the impression that he's just this beast of a wrestler and he is but it's in specific positions within the octagon he is not a great double leg shoot from the outside in the center of the octagon wrestler he simply isn't what he does is he maneuvers his point uh, his opponent with pressure to get him close to the cage And once he gets them close to the cage, he shoots because he uses that cage basically to get in that close clinch position. He works the clinch and then he'll drop down and toss you. He does this time and time and time again. It doesn't matter who the opponent is. Go back, watch the Conor McGregor fight. First round, look where they are when he shoots for the takedown. Look where he is when he finally gets Conor down. It's up against the cage. He has the set determined distance. You don't have to have your back right up against the cage. It has to be where he shoots and he can drive you in one full motion back to the cage. Once he hits that distance, he will shoot almost every single time. He does not like shooting from the outside and the center of the octagon because if he misses that shot, now he's in a bad position turtled up in the center of the octagon where his opponent if they stuffed him can land shots on him when he shoots up against uh when in that distance where he shoots and drives his opponent back to the cage those strikes are almost non-existent because they are still in threat of being tossed they're still in clinch position they're still fighting off the takedown Totally different than if you stuff the takedown in the center of the octagon versus you stuff the takedown, but your back is up against the cage. He uses the cage to his advantage 1,000%, and nobody has been able to figure that out yet. Connor was able to stuff some of the takedowns. Look where he stuffed them. He stuffed them in the middle of the octagon. When you get your back against the cage, Habib will ride you and ride you and ride you. He feels safe there. 
He doesn't care how long it takes for him to set up the toss or the single leg or the double leg, whatever it is, to pull you down to the mat. In the center of the octagon, not the case. But most of these fighters don't have the ability or the cage IQ to be able to implement it. Perfect example, Ally Aquinta. In the early rounds, he was getting taken down left and right. He was able to start uh, stuffing the takedown, and it became a pure striking match. I actually heard people going in after that fight saying, oh, well, he wanted to work on his striking. No, he didn't want to work on his striking. He had to work on his striking because Al was able to stuff the takedowns out in the open. The problem is Al has no damn fight IQ. You've seen that throughout his fights. So he had Habib sitting on the outside. No, no, no longer shooting, and he basically got beat by Habib's jab. So, I mean, that tells you all you need to know about Ally Quinta. But Dustin is a different beast than Al, and if it's a pure striking match, obviously you're going to favor Dustin. The issue here is I've seen a lot of people that like Dustin, that like the number on him, but they are misguided. If you like Dustin, fine, but make sure you're accurately capping it. I've actually heard people say that Dustin gets stronger as the rounds go on. That is not accurate. Even if he's getting finishes as the rounds go on and you're talking a, you know, a late third round or whatever the case is, the fact of the matter is his punch output drops every single round. You cannot throw like Dustin Poirier throws from round one to round three and expect the volume to be the same. The dude throws with everything he has for as long as he can. Round one is usually his most active round. Round two, a little bit less. Round three, a little bit less. Habib understands this. When asked, he said, I'm going to try to tire him out and make him tap. Now, I guess that's what he does with everybody, but that game plan is very significant here because Dustin tires himself out. In regular fights against regular strikers who stand toe-to-toe with him because he throws everything in the kitchen sink for as long as he can. You're going to get me, I'm going to get you, or the bell's going to ring. That game plan is very dangerous here with Habib, especially if Habib makes it out of the first round in that type of game plan. And here's why. Because Habib is going to make Dustin work in positions that Dustin normally doesn't have to. If he throws your ass on the ground and you're already fatiguing in pure striking matches, what's going to happen? Even if Dustin's able to survive those spots, even if he's able to get up but gets taken back down, get up, get... This is exhausting. I don't believe Dustin can fight his traditional type of fight. The ones that we've been watching, the ones that we've been cheering, the ones we've been saying this guy is on fire. He's willing to walk through hell to get it done. I don't think that type of fight is going to work against Habib unless it's a first round. He catches him. He blasts him out early. Then you don't have to worry about the fatigue issue. Then you don't want have to worry about the takedown defense. You don't have to worry about any of it. Come out, throw everything you got. You hit him on the chin. You knock him out. You're the full-blown champ. Big payday, big rematch. Everybody knows your name. But if that doesn't happen and he fights his traditional, I'm just going to throw everything at you, exhaust myself, 
I don't think it's going to work because first of all, Habib isn't just going to stand there and strike with him. That's the first thing. So if you come with those wide looping shots and don't get it twisted, Dustin throws wide, he's going to scoop you up and throw you on your butt, especially if he's able to position you correctly in that distance that he loves between the cage. Then you're going for a ride for sure. I think the better game plan here for Dustin because he does have the striking advantage and he probably has the power advantage on the feet as well even though Habib did land a nice right hand and knock McGregor down so striking isn't as abysmal as people think and not only that his defense was pretty good as well he didn't get you know he didn't get lit up on the feet like a lot of people thought he would against Connor but the way that he can do this is to be very basic in his attack that doesn't mean he can't throw a power but you have to you have to be reserved here you can't just go balls to the wall out, out crazy after Habib because he'll slip under you and throw you on the on the mat you also can't just box like say Michael Johnson did and put yourself where you're in that distance with your back to the cage because he's going to shoot and he's going to take you down. So I think Dustin needs to use his striking, use that power, but be very reserved with how he does it. Be basic, if you will, and keep this fight in the center of the octagon. He has to keep Habib in the center of the octagon. If anybody's back against, is against the cage or close to the cage, it has to be Habib's back. Dustin cannot put his own back anywhere near the cage or he's going to get taken down. He also can't come out, center of the octagon or not, and throw wild, crazy, looping punches because Habib is going to slip under those. He's going to pick them up and he's going to throw him down. So Dustin has to have a game plan here. That just, I'm, you know, a tough brawler that's going to come out and throw bombs. In my opinion, that success rate is very, very low. It could happen, of course, because you catch somebody like that, especially that's not considered to be a real elite striker. Anything can happen. But if we're talking about game plan coming into a fight and you're not just a puncher looking for a puncher's chance, you're actually formulating a game plan that you think can beat Habib over the course of three, four, and five rounds, I think he needs to change it up. And that's one of the problems when you're looking at Dustin here. It's not because he doesn't have the tools, not because he doesn't have the ability, but you have to put it together. And it's very difficult when you're looking at his last three, four, five fights to say all of a sudden he's going to be able to switch it up. But I just don't think those game plans that he's brought into those previous four or five fights that we spoke about is going to be the correct game plan here. Styles make fights, and we say this all the time. And to beat Habib, I think he needs to adjust his style. Keep it in the center of the octagon. You keep your basic, close, nice, tight punches. You don't got to go crazy with 55 punch combinations trying to rip the guy's head off his shoulders. You don't have to do that. You just have to touch him. The ben the other benefit to just touching Habib is your own cardio. He's not going to fade as fast as he normally does. Again, round one to round two to round three, his punch output drops. Don't believe anybody that's telling you that this kid gets stronger. He may still be powerful. He still may be game. He still may be pushing the pace but in the actual punch stats his punch output drops so this idea that Habib gets tired 
and will slow down. While maybe factual, the fact of the matter is Dustin does the same thing. So it's not like he just has this huge advantage if he can get Habib into 3-4-5. That's not the case unless he switches it up. How does he switch it up? Well, as I was talking about, center of the octagon, touch him, touch him, touch him. Make Habib shoot those takedowns from the outside and the center of the octagon. Now, I mentioned that he could sweep underneath looping punches and take them down, but it's going to be much more difficult for Habib to do that against nice straight punches, not to mention Dustin's a southpaw. So touch him with the right hand and shoot the straight left, not looping, straight left, right down the middle. Do this over and over again. Use footwork and circle, not straight back to the damn cage. Again, people think when I say cage, I mean actual back to cage. Again, there's a distance there. Go back and watch Habib's fight. There's a distance there where he will always shoot because he knows that one single drive, that one single push is going to push his opponents back to the cage and now he has you where he wants you. That can't happen. Worst case, if Dustin's game plan is, I'm going to try to rip this head's dude off, this dude's head off his shoulders, he has to push. Push, 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 and push Habib all the way back to the cage and try to blast him out. I don't think that's a correct game plan either, but it's better than standing in the center of the octagon, throwing haymakers and getting put on your butt or backing yourself up all the way to the cage and then getting taken down. Cause we've seen Dustin do both. We've seen Dustin throw haymakers in the center of the octagon. And we've also seen when he gets tired or he gets hurt or gets stunned or he's trying to box, we've seen him put himself in that position where you know Habib would shoot. So there is definitely game plan changing that needs to be done for Dustin to pull off the upset. I think stylistically he has some tools. Obviously striker, power, southpaw. He has uh, good grappling. I don't think that he'll be able to necessarily do a lot, but I think he'll probably be able to survive on the ground. At the very least, maybe get up and get taken down again. And again, this is the type of game plan that Habib is okay with. He's okay if you get back up. He's going to try to keep you down. But if you get back up, it doesn't, it doesn't bother him. He's going to shoot, and he's going to try to take you right back down because he knows you're the one that's getting fatigued. And not to mention, he does this. This is his style. So he's used to this cardio-wise, physically, mentally, his body. This is the way he fights. He's used to these type of grinding matches. A lot of strikers aren't used to this, and they fatigue even quicker. For Habib, you do what you do. I mean, what else can you say? You do what you do. You don't get in a prolonged striking match with Dustin. There's no need to. You get Dustin to open up and you shoot. It doesn't matter if it's the center of the octagon or on the cage. Obviously, you prefer on the cage. But if Dustin goes crazy throwing wild haymakers in the center... For sure, Habib's going to slip under that. He's not just going to sit there. It's the same thing. You've seen Habib move backwards like he did with Connor, and he's trying to bring you in. He's trying to get you to open up with a combination, and then he's going to shoot. In my opinion, he's not as effective doing that, but he will do it. It's, it's on the opponent not to take the bait. It's on Dustin not to throw wild haymakers thinking, oh, I'm pushing Habib back. Because really, it's just a ploy. All he's trying to do is get you to throw wild combinations so he can shoot under that and put your butt on the canvas. So you've got to be smart when you're fighting Habib. Even if you have all the tools in the world 
to beat him, you have to set those up because this guy knows his game plan. He knows how to fight his fight. A lot of people don't like the style. A lot of people think, you know, it's the lay and pray. And like I said, going back to his uh, submission versus TKO, if you look at that, prior to the Conor McGregor fight, I think it was 2012 before he had his last submission. 2012. Maybe 2016. No, 2016. 2016 was the Michael uh, Johnson uh, submission via Camara. Before that, it was 2012. Because what he likes to do is he likes to get on top of you and just ride you. He has no problem, especially when you're talking three-round fights. He has no problem just getting on top of you and just touching you, touching you, touching you, and keeping you down. If the bell rings, he has no problem winning a decision. It's not like he always has to seek a finish. And that's one of the problems that people don't like about him is that he's so dominant on the ground. But he doesn't always get the finish. And they think, well, if you're this dominant on the ground, then you should be finishing everybody. And it should be via, you know, KO or submission, whatever. You're just so good. They can't get up. But he's got 10 decisions out of his 27 wins. So he can't go the distance. He has no problem just uh, riding you out and then winning on the cards. For Dustin, surviving on the ground just isn't good enough. You're trying to win the title. You're trying to catch Habib coming off the layoff. He was probably really heavy in camp. That's why some of the rumors of maybe he was going to struggle to make way. It looks okay. It doesn't look too drawn out. I, I expect him to make way. But maybe Dustin is catching him at the right time. He does bring some tools. He has some skills. But you've got to put it together. And if you're going to bet Dustin, don't be fooled by, oh, this guy's a cardio beast that just throws for five, you know, five rounds, 25 minutes at a ridiculous pace. It's not mad. Max Holloway in that regard he throws but remember what's going on here this is a power puncher you can't it's impossible you just it's very very rare for you got for anyone to see a guy that throws ridiculous you know monster punches from round one to whatever without some drop and not only accuracy but in pure volume I mean that's very difficult to do and you see that you've seen Dustin very very tired before in pure striking matches and that's simply because of the way that he fights so I think if you're betting Dustin you're going to need him to implement a different kind of game plan he's got to be smarter than just coming out and throwing wild punches could it work of course you can catch anybody at any time but I think if you're formulating a game plan, if you're his team, if you go, you know, how best could we beat him? What's the game plan? Then it is what I said it is because I just don't see, you know, the wild haymaker. I'm just going to rush at you. I mean, Habib's faced that before. You've got to put a little wrinkle into this. You've got to make Habib a little uncomfortable. Connor was able to do it in certain spots and I mean, it went four rounds, and Connor's not considered a very good grappler. I consider Dustin a better grappler than Connor. So it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility, in my opinion, that if Habib's able to implement his game plan like we've seen in the past, that this fight actually could go to a decision and Habib could win on points. And when you're looking at that line, you're getting somewhere around like 2 to 230, maybe 250. Again, like I said, all the props are not out at every single book, but it should be somewhere around 2 to 1 
by Habib by decision. He's actually favored right now, almost uh, just barely over even to win inside. And I get it. I understand, especially coming off the uh, Conor McGregor submission. Uh, that's obviously a whole uh, high-profile fight that a lot of people watch. But if you go back to that, he had a couple decisions there against Barboza and Al. And then he had the submission over Michael Johnson. That was in the third round, I believe, of a three-round fight. But I think it would be possible if it was a pure grappling match that Dustin is well-versed enough on the ground that he would probably avoid a submission. I think the bigger danger there is maybe that he's not able to get up consistently and takes you know the ground upon abuse especially we're talking in Abu Dhabi when you're talking about the uh the line on Dustin Strait I just I I don't see Dustin being able to a get a get a decision in Abu Dhabi but Beyond that, if you're talking about stylistically, how does Dustin win a five-round fight? Forget about the location. Then that would mean he's probably doing it based off a striking match and you would think that if he's able to keep it on the feet, that with the way he fights and the type of power that he drops, Habib probably wouldn't make it the distance with Dustin in a pure five-round striking battle. You would think he would probably stop Habib. He's faced better strikers than Habib and finished them. So you would think either way that Dustin dominates or catches him cold or whatever, the the probable way that Dustin's going to win is inside the distance and I think you see that with the few props that are out on Dustin with Dustin by decision at 8 to 1 versus Dustin wins inside at 450 that's significantly different obviously and then you're looking at a straight line depending on what prop you get and what his straight line is then you'll have to decide but I really don't see Dustin winning a five round decision in this fight I think if he upsets the odds and upsets at apple cart he's going to do it inside the distance as far as habib you can make a case more for him in my opinion betting him straight because of the fatigue factor here this is what he does he tries to get people on the mat he tries to blanket them he tries to smother them he tries to tire them out and then either tko him with ground and pound or submit him i think dustin's probably too good on the ground to get submitted and again, I don't consider Habib that his first choice. He'll take it if it's there. But I think a lot of times he prefers the ground and pound. It allows him to maintain the position. And he just hits you and hits you and hits you over and over and over and over and over and over until somebody has to stop the fight. So I think that's probably his go-to there. And if Dustin has trouble getting up, then of course you could see that. But overall, defensively on the ground, I think Dustin is, is significantly better than like a Conor McGregor. And again, we saw Connor go for. Uh, I think Dustin could probably do that if it's a similar type of fight where he's able to keep it on the feet at least a little bit. And then they have grappling exchanges. I think Dustin will probably be okay there. And I think he would probably be able to make it the distance. So I actually think if Habib wins, it's going to be by decision again. If you want to argue that there's danger there that Dustin fatigues in striking matches. And with his style, if he doesn't switch it up, and with the takedowns and a grappling going to uh, sap your cardio even more, that he could have trouble later in the fight surviving, not being able to get up, and Habib gets a TKO stoppage. I couldn't argue that. It's really just about the line that you're getting on Habib, because depending on the book, he's 
creeping up towards that 460-ish, 475. If you can get them on the lower end of that and you feel like it's a real possibility that maybe Dustin's cardio betrays him and the grappling of Habib is just too good and he's going to just maul him, like he likes to say. He's going to just maul him. It's going to be very difficult for uh, Dustin to get up over and over and over again so the TKO is likely then you could look at that or like I said if you believe that's a scenario where he just dominates from start to finish you also have the ability to look at Habib wins inside but overall I really think like Dustin is a little bit better than people are giving credit for on the ground I do give the advantage to Habib in a grappling match I mean how can you not but there's a difference between winning the fight and finishing the fight on the ground and I think Dustin is well versed there guys I mean he really is now granted if you're looking at his record he's been stopped by KOTKO twice by sub once and two decisions so he can be finished and it's not out of the realm of possibility that he gets dominated on the ground but I think he's proficient there he understands the positions He'll definitely be trying to defend himself. The biggest issues I have with Dustin honestly comes to this cardio. That's why I was scratching my head when I heard people saying that he's going to have the advantage. He's going to have the cardio advantage if it goes past three rounds. And that's not necessarily the case. It really just depends on how he fights. I think he can have the cardio advantage, but we need to see something different from Dustin for that to happen. If that does happen, then he has a much better chance to upset Habib than if he just comes out and fights the regular Dustin fight. Because like I said, not only is he facing the the uh, tactical disadvantage of opening himself up for the takedowns, you've got the big, big factor of the cardio. The cardio drain in that type of fight when you throw in grappling from Habib, I think is going to be too much for Dustin to overcome. Obviously, I favor Habib. It's hard not to. The guy's 27-0. He's coming off a nice win against Connor. I don't like the layoff. I, I don't like the rumors of the weight, but again, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he makes the weight. And obviously, you have to give credit to Dustin for what he's overcome, his trials and tribulations, how good he's actually performed as of late. But like I said, I think he needs to add another level he has to add a wrinkle there he has to do a little bit more than what he's shown in the past and it actually doesn't have anything to do with skill set which is crazy it has to do with cage iq it has to do with game planning and sticking to it and i'm just not sure that he's going to be able to do it consistently enough to win the title that's it for this episode of fight junkie i will suck it to you tomorrow baby fight junkie out